how many times uh, do a uh, over under? The number is seventeen. Over mm-hmm. under how many times during this episode I'm going to go day after day? Oh, over hands down. You think so? I think you've already you think done it's gonna five. Go over. So. <laughs> Doesn't count though. It only counts on the recording. So <laughs> you are you're hereby saying that in this episode I will go day after day more than seventeen times. Does that one count? And I don't even. I don't think they do. I think, I think it does because this isn't the recording. <laughs> we're not recording yet. Uh, well, we're However, recording, but you know, are we? If this makes it in as the cold open, mm-hmm. all of those count. I see. Whatever it takes, Pet and Rich will get you through. <laughs> you know we will. That's your cold open. Put mm-hmm. it in there. So put mm-hmm. that in the cold mm-hmm. open. I am. I am obliged to it. We're not going to know. We're going to know when no, we listen. We'll back. find out. We'll find out. If you win, if you win, you know mm-hmm. what I'm going to do? And I won't know because I don't know. I'm just going to do it. This is well, pure I mean, instinct. The thing is, if, if I win, I win. But if I lose, I also win because you've sung it less than 17 times. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's horrible. That's a, horrible, that's a <laughs> gut punch to my heart. I mean, 17 is a lot of time. That's a gut punch. <laughs> To my heart. <laughs> I might cry. I might cry You're right now. You're not going to cry. Because I was going to say to you, if you win. Mm-hmm. Also, you did like, if I win, I also, if I lose, I also win. But sometimes when I win, I actually tie from white man can't jump. <laughs> You're doing Rosie Prez. Um, if you win, I was going to send you a $5 McDonald's gift card. But now you fucked it up because you were so yeah. mean. It turns me out to be like four dollars and three cents, but I can still get four <clears throat> things from the dollar menu on. Oh no, 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 no. You get the five dollars. Oh, you I pay whatever it whatever it costs <laughs> <laughs> to send a five dollar McDonald's gift card. Seven twenty five. It's the greatest cold open in the fucking show history. <laughs> get, take take pull us off for two weeks and come back. <laughs> fucking then you guns get blazing. like bam, bam, bam. Bam Bam Bigelow. Whatever stuff. it takes. Um, yes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Robert Redford. Bow, wait. Hold on. I'm royalty in the place right now. It's old Bobby Red Redford. You know me, Rach. I'm a very famous Rob, Bob Bob Redford, star of Bob Redford. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance yeah. Kid. He's the candidate. He sends my dad Christmas cards every year. Three Days of the Condor. That's all the movies I've been in. Those are the only ones. The Downhill uh, Skier, Downhill Racer. Uh, what else have I, oh, 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 S- sneakers, the great sneakers, <laughs> Bob Redford, Robert Redford, I, was, I have a apple, I have a, I have a tomato sauce, Redford's own tomato, oh wait, Paul Newman, Sorry, no, that's, that's my, that's my best friend, Paul Newman, it's God funny, when you were talking about Robert Redford, I could picture him, and I was like, what movies was he in, and for some reason, the first who thing was that popped talk- to who mind, who was talking, you, uh, you, you, Bob Bradford. You were talking Myself. about the movies okay. you were in, um, and mm. I couldn't remember a lot of those movies. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Mystic River." No, that was Clint Eastwood. 
Oh, we've talked about you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the podcast. I've heard you talk about it. Pat, I believe. Oh, no. Tim Robbins came on and gave away the end of that movie. Yeah. You know what would be interesting is if someone came on who was not a fan of this podcast. Oh, <laughs> you know, it? you'd have to call him up. Yeah, that would be fun. But I'm a big fan. I know everything that happens on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm in the sting, too. Mm. I was in the sting part. I was also in the sting part one, but the sting two, mm-hmm. starring myself, Bobby Bobby Redbird. You know me. I was listening as I- I'm a big fan of the podcast, mm-hmm. and you guys haven't been on for like a fucking month. Which oh, is I really know, I know. We out. keep taking these long breaks. We're terrible. It's been bumming me out, and and I've heard from a a, a Robert Redbird. Robert mm-hmm. Redbird told me that this might become normal. This might become a normal thing. Is this true, Rachel? Is well, this going to become not, a normal thing? Well, not taking thing? off for months and months, but uh, we decided that for the next uh, two oh. months, just to September, October, we're we're having a little bit of a transitional phase. I say we, I, I speak for me and Pat. Um, and so we're just going to be oh. on every other week just until the end of spooky October. Spooky season. Mm-hmm. You're taking spooky season. I mean, not it's off. a busy time, spooky season. You got to get your apples and your pumpkins and you got to mm. drink all those flavored lattes and you need the donuts the cider donuts and you got to think about your costume and then you got to make your costume then you have to find a party to go to to wear that costume at which is really hard these days with the pandemic on yeah petite latte but anyway i'm robert redford bobby redbird (laughs) and the reason i'm on the show is because the last time you guys had an episode which was a couple of months ago it was like Mm -hmm. back in july uh, you said, <laughs> Pat said you should listen to an episode 311. And in that mm-hmm, episode, mm-hmm. Pat spoke about the great, myself, the great Robert Redford. And I said, you know mm-hmm. what? I listened to it and I called Pat. Mm-hmm. He's a dear friend of mine. And I said, why don't I come on the show? I'm retired. I don't even make <laughs> movies anymore. The last movie I made was The Man with the Gun, I believe was the name of the, that movie. It was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. If you've seen it, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. And I said, let me come on and let the broomheads know that I'm good. I'm the best Sundance. Mm-hmm. Still going strong. My pasta sauce is off the hook with my wife, Joanne Woodward. Mm-hmm. And I'm just doing it. I'm doing it up. Robert Redford. Yeah. Bobby Bobby <laughs> Redford. Screen royalty, Rachel, is what they say. Mm-hmm. And you're still alive, right? Yeah. Yes, very much so. And because when <laughs> when Pat listened back to the episode, that was a question he asked himself, and he checked it, and it turns out, yeah. <laughs> Still alive, yeah. Star Good. of Good. Inside Daisy Clover, great friends with the, the wonderful... Uh, Paul Newman? Who was the woman that Christopher Walken threw off the boat? What was her name? She was a dear friend of mine, but Natalie it's been a Wood. long time. Natalie Wood, a dear friend. Mm-hmm. You know, Natalie Wood got me in Hollywood. She, mm-hmm. I was just flailing about doing theater and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And she said, because mm-hmm. she was so hot at the time, because she was coming off a West Side Story, when you're mm-hmm. a jet, I love what, you, did you like, do you know the songs from West Side Story? Like, feed me Seymour, feed me all night long. <laughs> That's my favorite we, song from West Side Story. Theater. <laughs> Not yeah, as much as uh, Memory. Memory is probably my favorite song from. Oh. Da, da, de, da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, that's an epic song, right? It's the memory oh, man, of the those world's... dead jets. 
Mm-hmm. People have really turned on James Corden, which I got you love to see it. You love to see it. But really, comeuppance for a piece of shit. I love it. Why do you? Why do you feel like he's a piece of shit, Robert Redford? <laughs> oh, he's the smuggest little dickhead. He's he is he is he is equal parts a hundred percent corny mm-hmm. all the time, and then a hundred percent smug prick mm-hmm. at all times. So it, it it doesn't work. It does this is me. This is Robert Redford. The yeah, great Robert yeah. Redford. I would never do that. I show. met I met James Corden years and years and years ago and he was very very pleasant and very kind. So right. but, this I don't is pay, before but I don't pay I don't pay any attention to his shit now. So. Smug dickhead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a smug fuck. If you ever watch his show, he's the worst person that ever. I hate him. Mm-hmm. This is my Robert Redford speak. Mm-hmm. Did you ever try my pasta sauce? Um, I've tried Paul Newman's. Oh, right. Shit. I don't mm-hmm. have pasta sauce. What do you have? I have a, f- I have a film festival. Redfordos? No. No, I have a, fil- I have a famous film festival. Mm. That you probably own horses too, in. don't you? That's because you're probably thinking that because I was, I believe I directed the movie All the Pretty Horse. No, 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 mm. no, no. The Horse Whisperer, I think. I'm in that movie. <laughs> It's been a long career. Yeah, it's hard to remember all of it. It's fair. I don't remember what I did last week sometimes. <laughs> it's been a long... Well, you were on a trip. You went hiking. Yes, I was with on a trip. Your, Thanks. I'm pals. glad you know, Bob, where I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to get out of here. I had my whole, the whole point of me coming on here was I wanted to tear into James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with James Corden? What come up in? He... Uh, Oh, he's terrible. So he and like um, the cast of the awful Amazon Cinderella movie, like uh, did a flash mob in LA and like stopped traffic and everyone hated it. And James Corden was like dressed as a mouse and he was like in people's faces, like do- gyrating his pelvis in people's car windows and everyone was mad about it. And it was great. And then the whole internet just took off being like, finally, this guy's the fucking, can we just say this guy's the worst? And everybody agreed he was the worst. Uh, But he was in the Cats movie. That's what made me think of him because you were singing that song, Memory, from Cats. Yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry, Memory from uh, West Side Story. Natalie Wood Mm -hmm. was a dear friend of mine in the theater days. And then she was making Inside Daisy Clover. She was riding her fame. And she said, Mm -hmm. I want Bob Redford to be in this movie. I didn't know one ever heard of me. Well, I think I was in a couple of things. Mm -hmm. But then they were like, let's bring this guy. And then I, you know, that was it for me. Then you had Robert Redford's sex symbol. Mm -hmm. Legal Mm -hmm. Eagles. I was in Legal Eagles. (laughs) Maybe you remember that one. I don't remember that one. I will I will say Pat might need to this is Robert Redford speaking. Mm-hmm. Pat may need to think about getting some more contemporary friends mm-hmm. to come on the show mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of these old farts. Yeah, but not too contemporary because if it's also like a YouTube star from 2020, I probably don't know them. Yeah, you know me though. Yeah, I know I know Bob Redford. Sends his Christmas cards handsome every year. Still. Signed by handsome Bob Redford. Still, right? Mm-hmm. I'm so handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're handsome. Yeah, I'm still handsome. Yeah, I mean, you know Paul Newman, but like, well, he's he he's a dear friend, and he passed away. Yeah, they buried him in sauce. <laughs> you're no the ghost of Paul Newman. <laughs> Just a mountain of sauce. 
little meatballs floating in it. <laughs> I buried him in sauce. And uh, and the ghost of Paul Newman is very hot, mm-hmm, I will mm-hmm. say. But I got to get out of here. I've been here for too long. You brought me on here. You got me talking about James Corden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Memory is all alone in the church house. <laughs> I don't think those are the words, but I got to get out of here. Thanks for having me. I'm a big Thanks fan of the show. By. I'm so excited to hear what you think about this episode. Okay. You'll find out soon on Friday. So when with Claire Grimes Beach and the vibrator, right? <laughs> so you think I don't listen to the show. I know you. I know your fun uh-huh. names you call the characters. I know all of the, hey, Paige, seriously. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> You're a cool guy. You're paying attention. You're hip. You know, I'm going to tell you, let me tell you a couple stories about Bob Hoskins. Hey, Bob, Rob, get out of here. You got, I, sorry, I won't. I have no stories about Bob Hoskins. Pat's calling me to get out of here. <laughs> All <sighs> right. It's time anyway. for Pat to come back, I guess. You sure that's what you want? <laughs> you sure? You know, I just want to record this podcast go. with Robert Redford instead. Uh, be much handsomer if you did. I'm out of here. See you later. Oh my goodness. Hey, Rach, what's up? Hey, Pat. I had to check it was you. Crazy. You know, I have to. Crazy. It's hard. It's blurry over here on the screen. That's ro- that's fucking Hollywood royalty. Robert Redford. Did he say Paul Newman was buried in sauce? He it's did. Terrible. He did. He also said how much he hated James Corden. And well, him and everybody else on the internet. And him and him in the world. The world has chosen to mm-hmm. s- to take that guy down for whatever mm-hmm, reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, not me. I love him. He's best. Jimmy 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 Cordbones. <laughs> hey, Rach, yes. I got a question for you. I was listening to the old episode. I was listening to a couple uh-huh. of old episodes last week as we were telling the broomheads to do. And did you listen to the old episodes? I did not. No, I did not. Because no, you were hiking. You had I, better yeah, things to I do. I didn't always have internet access, which was why we were off for two weeks, because I did not have good cell service or internet access for a while. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. The show has been great for a long time, because it was very funny. I was laughing mm-hmm. at the episode. And this is how I did. This is how I said this part of the show. I said, hey, how you doing, Rach? I don't know how it evolved into me screaming and then singing it. In that episode, 311, I just said, how you doing, Rach? So, oh, so pleasant. How you doing, Rach? I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's it's uh, Rosh Hashanah, Shana Tova. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes. It was Labor Day yesterday. Um, I got mm-hmm. back from a tr- wonderful trip. I went to Texas and to Utah, um, Texas to visit a friend who moved to Fort Worth and then met up with some. You didn't go to Texas to have an abortion, I'd imagine. No, what, I was not you. going for an abortion. I would stay in Maryland for those. That's a better place yeah. for it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas. And, woof, woof, woof. Yeah. Um, and I actually, um, volunteer for a group that gives rides to people, um, who need to get rides for abortions in Maryland. And Maryland actually has access to two of the late term abortion clinics in the country. There's only four left right now. Um, so one's in Maryland and one's in DC. And the the person who runs the volunteers was like, we're probably not going to get an influx of people now, but give it a few months. Mm. (laughs) And also uh, when the rest of the southern states are like, hmm. (laughs) 
And so they provide um, free housing and rides for people. So if anyone needs an abortion, come to Maryland. It's pretty great. Also, I would imagine those places take donations, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So find those fucking find places. Find the places that will, especially the ones in Texas who will help get funding yes. to people yeah, to yeah, get yeah. to other places. It's just really silly. That's a it's, good, that is a yeah. good cause, man. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's a Yes, mm-hmm. donate to that cause. And I don't want to get into that whole thing, but I just cannot believe that there's a law that like deputizes citizens <laughs> to just sue people that they it's don't necessarily ins- know I mean, that they've done something or not. It's very, very strange. It's, it is uh, uh, post-apocalyptic. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't even know if that's right. It is beyond the pale. It is unfathomable and like mm-hmm. to think if listen we know people are making jokes about texas i mean joking as much as you can but like if you are making a joke about texas and you live in one of these other red states and you think for one second that this is not something that is being bandied about by the fucking people in power in your state you're crazy it is. Mm-hmm. This is why voting is so important. This is why fucking getting involved is so important mm-hmm. because these things, they're not going to change by themselves. They're only going to mm-hmm. get worse. Mm-hmm. Hey, what a happy way to come back after two weeks of, <laughs> of, yeah. of not being on the show. How are you doing, but pal? <laughs> but it is good. It is good to say, like, that's a great place to, if you're looking for donations, we're coming up to the holiday season soon. If you're giving uh, donations in people's names, that's like a, those mm-hmm. are great organizations mm-hmm. to do so. Planned Parenthood is great, but Planned Parenthood definitely has a lot of people supporting it. It's these mm-hmm. little grassroots things that mm-hmm. are going to make a difference that are great to put your money to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. think? I think it's I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. We're already into. The, you know, we haven't been on the show for two weeks, so we've got a lot to say. Oh, yeah, I know. There's a lot to talk don't about. Talk about politics. <laughs> don't talk about politics. I don't want to hear about your politics. I mean, Just if you want to. talk wanna... about vibrators. If you want to talk about something that is difficult to talk about, so we're not even going to talk about it, it's Afghanistan. Because <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Afghanistan banana stand. That's a rub. That's from the hot rock starring Robert Redford. <laughs> that's so funny. I didn't even think of that. Not, I, nothing that's happening in, in Afghanistan is funny, but mm-hmm. Robert Redford's in this great movie. He was just on the show. My mm-hmm. dear friend, he's in a great movie called uh, the hot rock. And at the end mm-hmm. of the movie that he uses a hypnosis hip, it's about a jewel mm-hmm. thief and a jewel mm-hmm. robbery. And he uses hypnosis and the phrase that is used to hypnotize the man <laughs> to get the jewel out is Afghanistan banana stand. Oh my God. That's amazing. Robert Red- Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Redford. Bobby Redford. Um, but actually an, on an interesting note with Afghanistan, something that uh, the New York times wrote about the other day was the fact that helping welcome Afghan refugees to the U.S. is one thing that most everyone can agree on in this country. So, like, mm-hmm. you can also volunteer to do that. There's a lot yes. of organizations that are helping with that, too. We're just telling you to volunteer of, your time. <laughs> there's just a lot of places where you can put your energy if you need to put your energy somewhere. If it's, like, fucking just daunting to you, and as it mm-hmm. is for all of us, if the anxiety is so... Fu- Every day, I, you know, we feel it. Mm-hmm. Every day there's like something that, and you don't know what to do. There are places mm-hmm. to put your energy. And sometimes it's the smallest little thing and it just, mm-hmm. 
it can make a fucking difference. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're in a shit show. We are. The we Democrats are. aren't doing anything to fucking fix it. But anyway. Did you have some flooding last week? <laughs> no, we did not have any flooding. Well, that's good. Where, did you see New President York, Biden today in Queens? He supposedly came to yeah, Queens. Yeah, he, he was on Astoria Boulevard, apparently. He was on Astoria oh, Boulevard. I wasn't, I wasn't interested in seeing him. Mm-hmm. And the filibuster, and then I'll go see Ed fucking Astoria Boulevard. You didn't you want him to I'm kiss saying? your head? No, I don't care. I'm pissed off at him. <laughs> I'm pissed off after that... F- and I don't know if we're going to keep this in the episode. It's not something that we can't keep, but mm-hmm. if we're going long, we can certainly cut it. After the fucking Texas thing went into effect and he goes on fucking the internet and Twitter and is like, this is a terrible fucking, uh, we support Roe v. Wade. It was the law of the land and we'll make sure to, ne- well, you're already lost. So just do something about it. I don't want to hear it. You can fucking, you can stop playing nice with these people. Stop. They are not going to play nice with you. It is over. Mm-hmm. You ha- you have to play dirty with these people and you have to end- pack the fucking court and the filibuster. Just do it. I know mm-hmm. that's not easy because Joe Manchin and this other oh, idiot. Fuck Joe fucking, fucking Manchin. <laughs> these two idiots, they're not going to do it. All right, mm-hmm. fine. But you can pack the court. You can do mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. You've got, mm-hmm. you are the majority of all fucking three houses of government. So do something. Yeah. About why it. is I'm it this goddamn hard to get anything done? <laughs> I'm tired of your tweets and I'm tired of your like, well, bipartisanship is so important. They don't play that game. They don't play that game. So we cannot play that game anymore. Anyway, that was politics so, corner with oh Pat and Rage. And so now that we've hit now that we've hit, um, all the distressing I get so things. Ups- I get, it's been a very stressful couple of weeks, mm-hmm. as you know. Oh, my it God. Is. It's been, I uh, have wanted to quit my job uh, the majority of the time since the beginning of August. Uh, and <laughs> the majority of time since you started it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also that nine years ago. Um, but <laughs> I have talked myself out of it. <laughs> For the health insurance, because what if I need it? Um, but also it's just, yeah, Dude. on top of that, I'm like, every time I look at the news and I realize I'm like a real Debbie Downer because I'm mm. not on Instagram or Facebook really. So then I just look at the New York times all day and their general like way of being is just kind of like a little downer. Oh, well, I mean, I think it's downer because it's fucking, it's a downer. Yeah. Like, everything it, is. There's. It's just rough. It's rough out there. It's rough out there, guys. It's hard. And like, it's okay if you're not handling it well. It's okay to be bummed. And it's okay to fucking like lose it sometimes mm-hmm. because that it's just designed that way. Mm-hmm. Day after day. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully we can bring you some joy with the other half of this episode. I know. Where we just what a, rush what a bummer we the storyline of Degrassi. <laughs> We've just been such bummers. Uh, I've got so many concert tickets for October, and <laughs> October, November, mm-hmm. and December, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna go to them? I am. Go <laughs> so I have two kids, I shouldn't go to them. Um, one of my friends that I used to work at 9:30 Club with, you know, the famous 9:30 Club, um, has been asking me to go to more things. Ticket off your bingo boxes, kids. Mm-hmm. Having has been asking me to go to more things, and then. They just are playing their opening week this week. So they're like reopened. 
had some concerts and they have a secret concert on Thursday. And I know who it is because I guessed it because it was a pretty easy guess. And I was like, can I tell you something though? What? By the time this goes up, it's Friday. It's Friday. So tell us who it is. So I can say it. It's Foo Fighters. Um, Food Fighters. And I was like, if they need someone extra to work, I will come down. <laughs> it's funny because like, I know you're not a Foo Fighters fan. I am also not a Foo Fighters fan, but I would go see them in a place like it. Like what, a, what an opportunity to go and see. Well, like, and also there's so still a big deal. Dave Grohl is from Northern Virginia and he co-owns the other club. I mean, when I was there, there wasn't really a whole lot. There's more concert venues than when I lived there now. Um, but like black cat was like the other cool place to go and it was smaller and like he co-owned it. And so people just see him around all the time and I just never saw him. And I'm like, how did I, how did I live in DC and like work in music and never meet Dave Grohl? So I've just like ugh, to be in the same small place. I actually saw them at my first concert when I was 13 and I haven't seen them since. So yeah. 1998. I'm going to do a thing here that I don't normally mm -hmm. do, and I'm going to tell a story about when I worked at Saturday Night Live. Okay. Because I don't like to be, I don't you like to You do tell, I was stupid. like, that should also be on the bigo card when Pat tells a story about <clears throat> SNL. <laughs> I feel like I don't talk about it it's, at all. I very I mean, rarely talk about it. It's sometimes. Um, so the Foo Fighters played SNL, mm -hmm. and every, and this is like at the height of the Foo Fighters, you know, it's like, Times like these, you learn to love it. Like, even past that. Mm -hmm. It's like, they're the biggest rock band in the world. And so you get to the after party. Mm -hmm. And everybody, like, all the cast members get a table. The host gets a table. And, like, the musical guest gets a table. And, like, someone, like, ushers you to the table. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget, I was like, I don't get a table because I don't fucking, I'm like a peon. So mm -hmm. I'm always at the bar. And I remember, like, he walks in and the page or whoever that's, like, sent to, like, bring him to his table is like, hey, Mr. Kroll, oh, come, we've we've got a table for you. And he just goes, nah, I'm good. I don't need a table. And he, like, bellies up at the bar and just fucking hangs out at the bar for the whole night, talking to, like, all of us. Like, just, what a, like, does not care at all about, like, super, sitting super nice guy. and rubbing elbows. No, it, yes, but also, like, is not in it for, like, the, let me fucking talk to whoever, like, the scene of it is not his deal. And I was like, mm -hmm. that's, I, I, that made me love him forever. And I'm not, like, a mm -hmm. big Foo Fighters fan. The food fighters. Mm -hmm. Those fighting with food. I I bought the color and the shape when I was like thirteen. I saw them. Your play. favorite song of all time is Everlong. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, no, your your favorite my song. favorite song. I yes. said you. Sorry, no, no. I wasn't sure if you said your favorite song, and I was like, really? Okay, oh, no, sure. I don't care. I could care less about Dave Letterman's favorite song of all time. Everlong by Very Foo Fighters. True. Um, yep, so I liked them then, but then I never like pursued Foo Fighters, I would say. I was just like, oh, okay, like they're great, but I don't I don't care really, you know. But I they put on a no show. Brett Scallions. Brett Scallions, love Brett Scallions. But they put on a great show then, and I can imagine they still put on a great show now. Like everything I hear about them, they're just nice, great people. Yeah, they're great dudes. Wonderful people. So I do not think I'll be working. Should we start though, talking but, you know, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> you should go to it. Degrassi. I'm do you think it's bad that I'm gonna I'm gonna go to all these shows I have tickets to? I only have tickets for one right now, which I'm going to, and you are also going to. But we'll I'm see. going to that same show. I'm going to I have tickets for about 10 things. And I'm gonna go Really? Yeah. 
Yep. Is that terrible? I'm vaccinated. No, I mean, I all know that I, all the places are requiring vaccination now. So, I mean, people can fake those, but. But you got to think like fucking the people who are going to like join me at the Waxahachie show are probably not faking their vaccine passport. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you got to just yeah. think I'm going oh, to the new yeah. pornographers with, with Bill and Kindle. Oh, nice. Yep. What else also, are you going to? Uh, you want me to, I, should I go through it? I have it all on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. You Does don't everybody have to want to know what I'm saying. <laughs> we can cut it if you want to. <laughs> I'm not going to go through it, but I'm going to go see less than Jake mm-hmm. on the 30th. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, I'm going to see a bunch of things. I'm seeing hop along. I'm seeing Waxahachie. I'm seeing bad religion in Alkaline trio, which is also the show mm-hmm. that you're going to. I'm seeing the new pornographers. I'm seeing the hold steady twice. I'm seeing uh, uh, something else. How I many? How many are Adrian going to? To <laughs> the Alkaline Trio show. Yeah, that's the only one. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't care. <laughs> that's a funny question, though. It's like really sticking it to me. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, music is to be the most important thing in the world to me and it's not as much now but i it's not for the reasons that you think it's not i think it's just that i had a really weird relationship with um all of it so brett scallions i'm gonna be honest with you i was (laughs) you go it's not for the reason you think it is and i had no i was not thinking about it any reason whatsoever (laughs) i was just gonna take you at face there's nothing i was thinking of I'm just being I'm just being totally honest. I don't have like you, you don't think have I have some like nefarious thought like in my well, head like, I feel oh, she, like there's she kind doesn't of like, like a music thing of- because she's a fucking I don't know what. <laughs> I mean, I think that the reason why I was thinking was that like, oh, you know, you get older, it's not as important to you, you don't care as much. You know, it's you don't want to stay out so late and all that kind of stuff, but I was not thinking that. But yeah. I wasn't thinking about anything. I was just listening to you talk. <laughs> Certified lover boy. Did you listen to it? It's a Degrassi I have podcast. Not. I have we should not. talk about this. I haven't listened to much of anything because it came out while I was uh, traveling. You don't listen to music. When I was returning from my Because travels. you're always listening to podcasts. We make a podcast. I started I watching the uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez podcast TV show. I did too. I've seen all the episodes they've put up so far. What do you think? Yeah. Did you see four episode four today? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I've seen the first. <laughs> I, already, I, saw the f- I already watched that before we recorded this. I because saw the my, first three. My parents are very hooked. Um, it's a Woody Allen series <laughs> without Woody Allen. Yeah. It's completely a Woody Allen everything, just not with Woody. Yeah. Allen. It's very. It's. It's. Cute, but not too cute. It's pat, but not too pat. It's kind of like, but it's a mystery. So I just want to know what happens. There's things about it I enjoy, namely mm-hmm. all of the performers performing. I think the three mm-hmm. leads are very good. Mm-hmm. But there is like so much like about, I don't know. There's stuff I don't like about it. And it's mm-hmm. a lot of it is like every time, like, I don't even know how to get into it. They're like talking about podcasts is so annoying. Yeah. And it's like, 
I'm going to make a podcast. Like, pod. It's such like old people writing about a thing that they mm-hmm. don't know. And I'm old. I'm 41 years old. Yeah. But it's like old people writing about a thing that's like not even fucking cool anymore. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're basically like parodying cereal. Which is yeah, like it's a little dated, yeah. Eight years old. And then the yeah. idea that like everybody listens to the podcast at the same time when it comes out at night. It's like, yeah. oh, it's not like it's a TV series that you have to watch at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's this very it's very like an old person's like understanding of how a new medium works mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is like I can't get past it. But mm-hmm. I really like the I love all of the performers. Mm-hmm. Particularly, I think Martin Short is doing great work on it. Yeah, and I don't normally like Martin Short that much, but he's actually doing a really, like, I like him a lot. <coughs> yeah, I think he's uh, he's running away with the show. And mm-hmm. both other, and I like the other two as well. Mm-hmm. Only murders in the building. But it's like, the, I don't know. It's I just like their so New Yorker un- logo. <laughs> I know. It's very, that is very funny. But it's yeah. like, if you only knew how podcasts really get made... <laughs> This is how it happens. I know. And I was like, why did they buy all that expensive equipment? You don't even need that. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's silly, but it's, it is entertaining and I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But we're not here to talk about only murders in the building or Robert Redford. Abortion law. No, Robert Redford's fine. He was here. If he's here, it's fine. We can mm-hmm. talk about him. Okay. Okay. We're not here to talk about uh, Foo Fighters. I don't remember. The Foo Fighters. Yeah. SNL, obviously, you get a, you really kick me in the ass for saying I talk about it too much. Um, no, no, no. I mean, I was or, just, uh, I was just giving what I got. You got to give it to me. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. here to talk about Brett Scallions. We didn't even. You just keep mentioning him. You love Brett Scallions. <laughs> Brent or Brett? Brett. Brent? Brent was the Mormon I knew. We're here to talk about Degrassi. More importantly, oh, Certified Lover Boy, though. That's what you asked me, yeah. So you didn't listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet, yeah. I've heard it's very long. A lot of heat. He's taken Mm -hmm. a lot of heat because in one of the songs he samples R. Kelly. Ooh, bad form. Which is a pretty shitty thing to do. Because, dog, there's a lot of fucking songs. Yeah, you we know. don't need to give any more space to R. Kelly. Like, we shouldn't have for years now, and we've all known that. Yep. In fairness, it's a blip. You wouldn't know it if you didn't know the song, and even mm-hmm. if you did know the song, you might not know it, but he gets songwriting mm-hmm. credit on the damn thing. So, oh. But Certified Lover Boy kind of slaps. It's better than Donda, I will say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we're being fair, Drake does do what he does very well. Drake does a mm-hmm. thing, and he knows what he does, and he does it well. We got to t- it's 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 a uh, a law that we have to talk about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, it's Degrassi. It makes sense, mm-hmm. you know. We're not here to talk about certified love. We're here to talk about Degrassi: The Next Generation. More importantly, Degrassi: The Next Generation, episode eight oh five, which is the fifth episode of the eighth season of Degrassi: The Next Generation. Uh, it's the hundred and forty eighth episode. Can you believe that? Those numbers just keep climbing. Wow. We just keep climbing. 148th. We've watched 100 we've talked about 148 episodes. Jeez. But yeah. because of all the two-parters, mm. this is really like the 120th episode. Name of the episode is Man with Two Hearts. Man with Two Hearts is of course a Men at Work song. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Men at Work. Mm-hmm. That's the Australian it is, band. Yes, it Men is. at Work. Yes, the one Australian band. Day after day. Uh, Man with Two Hearts is, of course, a Men at Work song. So, Rachel, what's your favorite Men at Work song? Um, I only know two of them uh, Down Under and Who Could It Be Now? Um, yep. I went. Those through- are both great songs. Yeah, I mean, I've obviously, like most people, heard Down Under a million times, but I think it's a fucking fantastic song. And so it's, it's definitely song. my choice. Um, I also went through a brief love affair with Australia when I was a teenager and very into Silverchair. Um, and then I went to Australia and realized it wasn't as great as I thought it might be. Mm. Sorry, any Australians who are listening. <laughs> but everything can kill you there. Did you get attacked by there. a kangaroo? Yeah, they can. Everything, everything can kill you there. It's just like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, you, you got to watch out for, like, you can't get in the water because there's jellyfish that are going to kill you. Like, there's just yeah. spiders that attack unprovoked. There's mm-hmm. snakes. There's... How do people live there? How do you I don't live know. There? I don't. I, I have not figured that out. So if you're it's Australian terrifying. and you listen to the podcast, let us know. How do you live? They're probably like, it's easy. You just know every nook and cranny of the place you're from here. But what if you're not from there and yeah. you go to live yeah. there? It must be. A, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a war zone yeah. with these, with these, uh, animals that can kill oh you at God. every turn. Oh my God. So you're picking from the land down under, not who could it be? No, no land down under. It's got that great, like flute in it too. Mm-hmm. It's a great flute. song. Mm-hmm. Men at work are great. I mean, everybody knows what I'm going to pick because I've been saying day after day. I mean, not everybody. You might yeah, the know people who know the song. <laughs> it's Overkill, which is, as I said to Rachel earlier, it's uh, as if it's like Dan Andriano from Alkaline Trio sang an 80s ballad. It's He sounds exactly like Dan Andriano. It's, a, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Mm. Day after day reappears. He even has like the list. Mm. Night after night, my heartbeat shows the fear. Great song. Overkill. Check it out. That's the end of the podcast. And done. <laughs> We've talked so much already. I think the do you think the permits would just be like, ah, eh, it's all right if you skip this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, I think it's like an infamous episode for the B story, but the A story is weird something feels Rachel fake about it to me like it feels very false like I mean I know we don't know Riley at all yet we've barely met this character but like something about this just is I'm like this doesn't feel like the same person so Rachel texted me that she before we even got on that she said she hated this episode with a capital H hated I don't know if it was, it was probably not a capital no, it's H it's probably a lowercase that's a lot it's of probably work a lowercase H, but, <laughs> yeah no but she did say she hated the episode and then I watched it and I was like oh I mean it wasn't good but it certainly wasn't like I don't think it was hateful was the A story the thing you hated a lot yes well I actually also disliked the B story <laughs> B oh we're not there yet so mm-hmm. in the A story, Riley, who is a football player, mm-hmm. is, I mean, this who is Telegraph. we've met before, but never heard the name of. He was like beating up Paula Brancati, right? Oh, no. He was one of the nice ones. Yeah. He was one of the ones who was trying to be kinder to her. He stuck up Bruce for Bruce the okay. Moose and uh, Derek. Bruce the Moose. <laughs> Bruce the Moose. You mean, are, are you talking about uh, Derek and Bruce the Moose, the Bash brothers? <laughs> they were he, Derek referred to them as the Bash Brothers because they were going to do a science project together. 
bash bros. Anyway, Bruce the Moose is the best character on the show. Um, <laughs> Riley is a new character. He's running with Hot Peter. The, what ha- what happens in this episode is telegraphed from moment one. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they think they're playing this for like a swerve, but there is no human being who could watch this and not There's know. There's no swerve. Yeah, there's no way to not know that Riley is going to kiss Hot Peter mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that's basically that's the whole gist. They like become friends. Riley kisses Hot Peter. Hot Peter's like no, but then Hot Peter's also like, "Hey, dude," which you got to say. Mm-hmm. Props to Hot Peter. Props right? to Hot Peter. Props to Hot Peter yeah. for the first time in a long time. First time, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, man, I'm your friend." Whatever you are, you are. This is after a little prompting from uh, Mia, Mm -hmm. who says maybe he Mm -hmm. needs a friend. I don't care. And then Riley gets mad and he throws him against the locker Mm -hmm. and he's like, I didn't kiss you. Nothing happened. And then he calls Mm -hmm. him the F slur later on. It's a whole thing. It what I didn't like about it was that it all like I was just saying before felt kind of like forced to me, like something about it didn't feel right. And I was like, okay, granted, I know we don't know Riley at all because we barely met this character, but like nothing about it really led me to believe that he was the kind of person who would a kiss hot Peter under those circumstances, like nothing in their conversations, even though they were getting close and friendly, nothing in their conversations made me believe that he would like jump, like make that leap. And then nothing made me believe that he would turn on him in the end. Like it just kind of felt like I was like, wait, this feels like every other thing that I've seen on television before, but it doesn't feel like it's really true for this character. And you're just like, Oh, did we hit those notes? Okay. Check, check, check. Yes, yes. It feels like, oh, we have to have a self-hating quarterback. I don't know if he's he's not the quarterback, but yeah. self-hating football player, gay person mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. turns on him and uses his strength to push him around. And mm-hmm. yes, you're absolutely right. It's so true. It's very like all of the And notes. also... And then everything with like Mia and Peter's relationship felt really dumb too. And it just felt kind of like, like Mia's like, you never spend time with me. Walk me home. I need to be walked home every that day. Annoying. <laughs> like, that was annoying. And I was just like, that shit oh was annoying. God. But they, they do, just write they, women awfully. Terribly. Harsh. Yeah. They, the only thing nice for her that they did was like towards the end when she was kind of like, Oh, you know, you sh- you can, you should still be friends with him. Like you should, she was the one who kind of like told Peter to go back to Riley and like talk to him. Um, but they, they clearly think they're writing her as like the good guy, but not, but so much of what she did in the first half, three quarters of this episode was like annoying. And, yeah. but they think they're They think that they're, what she's because we don't like hot Peter, I think mm-hmm. also. So mm-hmm. it's like, we're, Oh, they'll blame hot Peter, but also she was being a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was being very, but also like that's teenage relationships where someone is a lot, yeah. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But I think yeah. you're absolutely right. I think it was so unfortunate because it would be a very nice story to tell, or like a much more interesting story to tell. If this character for example, and maybe this is just because we've grown a lot in the 15 years or 20 years since it's been on. But if mm-hmm. this character did kiss Peter, Peter rejected. Mm-hmm. And then Peter came back and was like, let's, I want to talk about it. 
let's, I still want to be friends with you. And he just reciprocated with like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I would love to have a friend. Like that's Mm -hmm. what feels like it's happening. Mm -hmm. And then no, 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 because we need to have the jock who Mm -hmm. is self-hating and wants to fight it and Mm -hmm. needs to become like physically, everything on this show is like somebody needs to become physically violent and throw Mm -hmm. you against the locker and say nothing happened ever. And it's like this season it's in particular, it's just like violence, violence, violence. Um, Yeah. It's, it just felt very weird to me. And like, I've seen this story before instead of giving any nuance to it at all. Um, And yes, like I said, we don't know this character very well yet. Like maybe we'll learn more about him. And I know that we don't really have the time to make this like a longer transition, like get to know this person more and have like a little bit more of a friendship before he decides to try to kiss hot Peter. I also like feel like that's always what happens in these shows is that someone mistakes friendship for something more and then kisses them. And I'm like, I've never had that happen to me or done that. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't understand why that's well, the trope like that. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I could that see much? that. I could see that yeah. in the sense that I could see there, there being a, a, a desire to like find it yeah. somewhere where you're paying more attention to it. And so like mm-hmm. you're putting it on somebody when it might not necessarily be there because it's mm-hmm. against what is happening you know, mm-hmm. openly. So I could see mm-hmm. that kind of, I'm not saying that that's not like a, not possible or probably. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Broomheads and dope I monkeys. I want to like, know, has, has anyone ever kissed you <laughs> mistaking a friendship for something more? <laughs> regardless of orientation. Yeah. Just yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, Cause yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I feel like it's such a, a, a plot line that is used, Fraught. but only yeah. for, someone who is gay and is is like trying to explore that with a friend Mm -hmm. of the same sex Mm -hmm. and never, but maybe I'm just forgetting things because I'm so stuck in this story today. Like that probably does happen in more in stories like with heterosexual uh, people as well. I'm just forgetting it, but, but it hasn't happened in real life. That's what I want to (laughs) know. I think also because like when you're that age, Mm -hmm. everything is so Rot mm-hmm. that like you think about everything and like unless you're like and this could speak to this character unless you're like a super confident person you're you would just yeah. not do it you'd be like second guessing it all the time but this character don't forget is a jock on all the sports teams mm-hmm. So maybe he is just like super confident in things, but then as soon as it He's turns, very good at wee boxing. But my other thing is this: so Bruce the Moose, mm-hmm. Derek and Danny, they seem to be razzing this character Riley, and mm-hmm. with suggestive things about him perhaps being gay, right? Mm-hmm. At yeah, one point, at the end. so there is a. Is that just how they talk to each other or do they think that? And is that why he's so sensitive to it and gets so upset? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. I guess we'll learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, I don't know. I don't really know. 
I get, I mean, I'm sure this is a occurrence. I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. everything is an occurrence. I'm sure it happens. Mm-hmm. Where, um, especially, you know, people who aren't ready to admit they are mm-hmm. who they are lash out in some way. Mm-hmm. But he really gives P- uh, hot Peter what for. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, really? Yeah. I like Todd Peter though. Todd Peter was trying to trying to be a good friend. To old he was, Riley, he was. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to give us no introduction to this character and then just go, "Hey, here's a big thing," and everybody's mm-hmm. mad at everybody. The other thing that I don't really like is like when Peter and Riley talk about Mia, and Riley will just be like, "Oh, she's super hot," you know, like, and that's all he has to say. And I'm guessing that they're trying to be like, "Well, he doesn't really have much else to say other than that it looks good from the outside." Right. Um, yeah, that is totally it. Yeah, but it's very strange. Um, and yeah, the first, the, <laughs> the second thing I wrote down is Riley must be gay, right? <laughs> I wrote the first thing I wrote was, oh, I know where this is going. I literally wrote, oh, yeah. What did you say you wrote? Uh, Riley must be gay, right? I wrote Riley. Oh, he's gay. That's the first. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. my first the thing. first thing I wrote is cross country question mark. And Me then too. I wrote- <laughs> first it went, it goes cross country and then Riley. Oh, he's gay. And then I wrote, oh, the theme song's growing on me. And then I wrote Bruce the most Bash Brothers. <laughs> And I also wrote partners in pickle lab question mark. I was very confused by this science experiment, but I did enjoy it. He made Peter's pickle glow. That's Mm -hmm. what uh, Derek said. Mm -hmm. Derek sucks. Derek sucks. Is he ever going to be redeemable? Probably not. Bruce the Moose is good, though. I mean, is he? (laughs) Yeah, he's great. Bruce the Moose is the best. He's the bash brother you like. Mm -hmm. So then uh, we did say this already, but should be emphasized that Riley did uh, refer to hot Peter as the F slur. And they yes. said it on, the, on yeah. the episode, which I was like, Oh boy. I didn't, you don't hear that every day. Not, I don't want to hear it ever. Yeah. It was bad. But, yeah. He said it. And, they, and then they Shiler Stowe because hot Peter was like, I'm going to try out for the football team or the cross country team. What was that? Cross country. Right. And then he was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then they were like mean to him. And I don't know. I guess boys are just mean to each other all the time. I am a boy. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Are you? you? you yeah. I mean, you might be surprised by things I like and talk about mm-hmm. often, but mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. And I was friends uh, with other with other dudes when I was in high school. We were all friends mm-hmm. with each other. This didn't. We didn't do this. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk like this. We didn't like, we definitely busted each other's bees, you know, we would, mm-hmm. but I think everybody, I think that's just people. I busted the bees of yeah. friends of mine that were uh, women as well. Uh, it's just, mm-hmm. w- that's just teenagers. But like, do you this, bust the, like, the V's then? I guess the V's, I guess the best of V's. <laughs> I mess this with bust the V's. But like, I didn't, I, I, maybe it's, I don't know. I'm sure it's probably more real than I know. I live in New York. I don't know. I'm in a bubble. I live in a New York bubble. I'm back, back in the New York bubble. You don't, you don't live in a teen drama. That's for sure. No, I don't. 
with a story of the week every week and you have to experience all those things. But I think that there is a thing where like, this is how mm-hmm. men relate to each other or young men, especially by razzing each, each other. other. Yeah. By, mm-hmm. by mostly like shitting on each other all the time mm-hmm. and calling each other things that you shouldn't say. I couldn't tell. Well, with like Derek and Bruce and Moose, I couldn't tell if they were being sh- I, like at the end. I felt like they were being really shitty when they said they were suggesting they were belittling the the Riley character mm-hmm. and using like gay terms or a gay mm-hmm. voice, like mm-hmm. what you consider what is like stand up comedy gay voice mm-hmm. to like try to like make this character less than. Mm-hmm. And I was in high school well before these people. And yeah, I'm that did those things were. I mean, I don't know. Again, New York. I don't. New York is a different place. Yeah. Back in a New York bubble, <laughs> day after day. I'm trying to get you some ups because I don't think we're gonna make seventeen, pal. <laughs> All right. Trying Do you have anything else to say about this story? I don't know. I'm like, okay, we met a new character, but I really don't care about anyone right now on this show i felt kind of like when i watched this both a and b story i was like i don't care about these people which is making it harder for me to care about their stories because we already hate hot peter like he's not gonna change um and then but then the one character who was redeeming it all was hot peter yeah kinda yeah I'm like watching it in the background. Yeah. The only redeeming character was Hot Peter. Hot mm. Peter. <laughs> He's living in his house, huh? With his mom, his mom's away. And they were like, let's go to the Hot Peter house at some point. I got to tell you, this is not going to make the best kiss list for this season. Yeah. I didn't hear anything you just said because my this thing kept coming out of my headphones, and oh I just went, I just heard the end of it, and I went, "Yep." Yeah, I said, I said, this is not. Gonna did make that the... work? What did it was my yeah? Did that like work for what you were saying? Before it did. That? It did. Okay. I said so this was not to... going to make my best kiss list. The kiss between Hot Peter and uh, Riley. What's his face? Riley. <laughs> yeah, no. They were playing. What did? What were they playing? We. Bowling? We boxing. We boxing. And then they were like pretending to keep your hands by your yeah. face. That's when they kissed. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty sexy. It was like, Peter was like, Ugh! he was like wiping it away with his hand. Like, what is that? You're done <laughs> kissing. What are you wiping away with your hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In any event. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. Riley is, I don't know. He's fine. He's not fine. He's like not nice so far. We don't know him at all, though, so I don't really have any feelings for him. Yeah, he wasn't nice, though, to Hot Peter. Mm-hmm. And Hot Peter was just, all right, let's get it. Let's move on. <laughs> B-story. I thought I told you no cell phones. (laughs) Can I just say, Coach Anderson Armstrong should be fired from that job. 
no questions asked. They should fire him right now. I want to see, never see him again. Are you kidding me? He not only looks in first and sees what it is, he then makes her take it out and holds it up for the class. That is fucking awful. <laughs> he it's is bad. begging her to be made fun of by that. If you're, a, if you're an administrator, a fucking teacher of these people, you see that and you go, Oh, and then if they're, and then you go, Oh, that's just, here you go. It's fine. Just put it away. You don't fucking, I, that would never happen today. Could you imagine if that happened in a classroom in 2021 <laughs> where a teacher opened a bag and found a fucking vibrator that a teenager had in their bag and made that character, that person pull it out and hold it up for the fucking class. That is awful. <laughs> Unless he didn't know what it was, but he did. Mm -hmm. I was infuriated mm -hmm. by that. It didn't really bother me that much, but I can see now why you were infuriated. Seriously? That's I didn't like really think about it at the time. I was just kind of like, this is dumb. <laughs> a, oh my God. You have a response. The vibrator to school and oh, be like, idiot. just reach your hand down and turn it off. If it's like buzzing, you have a responsibility as a teacher to ensure the like fucking safety and not make funnedness of your students. And this, this was is a, a different time though. This is when we were still allowed to bully children. Oh my God. That is awful. <laughs> that is so my heart. Listen, I'm now I'm like Sorry, two, I'm, three, I'm, two and oh on Darcy Grimes beach or who is this? Uh -huh. Is this? No. What's Claire. her name? Claire Grimes beach. I'm still in, I'm still all in. I still like her. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. I was fucking infuriated. If mm -hmm. a teacher did that, if I was the mom, and obviously this mom has her issues, I would be like, are you fucking kidding me? They would never, that would never happen today. Thank God. That would never happen today. They would look in the bag and they would go, oh, that's your deal. Go ahead. I was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad. I paused it to write, coach, seriously, they should fire Anderson Armstrong right now. He should be fired. I didn't even write anything down. I just wrote Claire's vibrating backpack. <laughs> Claire had a vibrator at school that she stole from Amanda Steptoe's house, and it started buzzing in the classroom. And mm -hmm. Anderson Armstrong made her give him the bag. He looked inside, saw what it was, and he took it out and showed the fucking class. That is horrifying. <laughs> that is like a horror movie. How can you do that to a student, a fucking freshman poor claire grimes beach has literally just been like made fun of so many times but she also like doesn't make it easy on herself she's toned down the the uh she still wears a catholic schoolgirl uniform but she's toned it down a little bit now it's like a fun mm -hmm. sort of like sweater combo yeah i feel like it's the same outfit but sure <laughs> it, might be, uh, <laughs> it might be it very well might be. You're just more used to it now. It all starts off because they're in media immersion class and they have the robotic wars competition this weekend yeah. and they're got to work on it after school. And Allie convinces Connor to let them go over to spike his godfather's house, which they still has not been explained at all. I um, was, I, I completely forgot about that. Then she said it and I was like, Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, we'll get to it later. It's not really important. Um, 
so she just wants to go over to see what the teacher's house is like, which I totally she, get. Yeah, I kind of so did too. They go over to the house. They make an excuse to use the bathroom, and Allie's like, "Let's just check around a little bit," and sneaks into Spike and Snake's room. And of course, there's a vibrator in the box under the bed. Like, <laughs> it come was on, totally they have a three-year-old. Like, they don't. A a no one's gonna leave that in the box under the bed that a crawling child can find. And B, you would like, absolutely open it and put it in a drawer. Yes. Why would you have it in a package under your bed unless you purposely, unless you got it as a gag gift and you don't want to use it? True. That is true. Good point. Maybe that's what happened. I found that part so annoying and stupid. I was just like, why? (laughs) Um, And then, of course, before they can leave, Amanda Steptoe walks in and she's like, it's fine. I was a teenager once. I get it. Sneaking around the teacher's house. Yes, but she didn't see them with the vibe. No, and like Allie threw it in Claire's bag. <laughs> Sorry. Or Claire threw it in her bag when, or something. Somehow it ended up in Claire's bag and they never returned it. No, they never just put it back under the bed. And then so she stupid. took it to school with her the next day. Unwrapped. Unwrapped. They took it yes. out of the wrapping. So it was yes. just a loose vibrator in her yeah. backpack. Yeah, which like, I mean, it was in the packaging, but we don't know if she, if Amanda Steptoe used it and then put it back in the box, which is weird. I wouldn't choose to do that. But by the time it it was in her backpack at school, it was not in the packaging, right? No, exactly. But it's like, you don't know if it's been used still. Like, uh, it's very weird. And also who goes into someone's bedroom and starts looking under their bed? I think that my parents have that bedspread though. To be fair... She didn't really. No, it's definitely, it's no not in a box. It's in like plastic. Like it's in the sealed plastic that you have to cut. Oh, open yeah. The scissors. yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm at that point. At first I thought it was like a box and then I'm like, yeah, you know, that could certainly, be put back in there. It certainly is in a box of some sorts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so she and Claire and Allie are like looking at it in one of the stalls in the bathroom the next day and going like Claire, like clearly has religious parents who have not taught her much of anything about sex. And she thinks that masturbation is wrong and dirty and doesn't understand any of it. She's also Um, only 14. Like she's also only a freshman in high school. I knew what it was though. I knew it. I did pretty hard, pretty (laughs) hardcore by the time I was 14. Let me tell you, I was pretty advanced by the time I was. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Who wasn't though? Like, that's what I'm like. How did a, how did Claire get to this point? I mean, I probably had not seen a vibrator when I was 14 though. So I would have been like, Ooh, what is this? You know? So yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just so funny that like Allie's like curious about it too, but is it's like, Claire, really? <laughs> come on. You, just don't, you have no idea what this even is. Yeah. Come on. It's pretty obvious. Um, so the vibrator accidentally drops and rolls into the next stall and Paula Brancati is there. Yeah. And she delivers a great little line about yeah. like, you know, masturbation Sex is something to be ashamed is great. of. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. She's good. It almost up to that point. I hated everyone in this episode so much. I was like, she might be getting my MVP. Well, why did you hate these characters? They were just like not knowing. They were like fumbling through a thing. I didn't. I still don't like Claire. (laughs) I mean, I don't mean just the B story. I meant like both stories of like the entire episode. When I got to that point, I was like, this is the thing I've liked the most so far. Jane might be it for me. (laughs) 
I um, do think like the stupid thing was like, why did they steal it? Like, why did they just go put it back under the bed? But other than that, it was like pretty harmless. Like teenagers, young, young teenagers, like it was, except for I didn't, I know that they're teenagers, but Claire's like thoughts and feelings on things really bugged the shit out of me. I know, but you got to get over that. That's like a kid's, that's like all she knows. She's such a know-it-all. I can't stand her. Really but don't she like wasn't Claire. a know-it-all at all in this. She was like, but she was just like, questions. ew, who would do that? No, she wasn't questioning at first until later. And that she was just really like, ew, what is this? This is gross. You shouldn't do that. And that's when Jane's like, come on, like it's great. And then she's like, uh, sort sort of started to like come around to it. Like she doesn't know yeah. what it is. But she's that's like, what I was saying. So Up to young. this point, <laughs> I felt like Jane was the best thing. You're so, you get so bent out of shape about people who are religious, but these are like fucking 13 year olds who grew up in religious houses. Like that's all they know. They're not like to a point where they can even start questioning it yet. This is that point. This is the moment, you know, you can't like Mm -hmm, a 12 year old mm -hmm. isn't good in seventh and eighth grade is just going to go. That's what they do. You don't start like being rebellious and questioning things. Then you're like, I I go to church and then uh, I eat donuts. Like it's just that if you're taught that and that's, what's given to you, you're not going to, most people don't even start questioning that shit until they get to college for God's sakes. Like you're still Mm -hmm. under this Mm -hmm. microscope and this bubble. Like you have to separate yourself from like that life. It's a different life. You know, I still don't like Claire. Stop trying to make me like Claire. I'm not trying to make you like Claire, but I'm trying to make you like understand that like it, she's not like a villain because she like grew up religious. Like I do think that sometimes with those characters, you get very angry that they are like religious, but that's how they grew up. Like, but I mean, but the problem is, is that. Like, okay, we are all raised by parents who believe certain things, yes. And, like, how many of us also agree with our parents about what things we believe, et cetera. But those people can also grow up to be, like, also horrible people. Totally. Absolutely. But Mm -hmm. we're not there yet. We're not there. We're still at them at their most, like, malleable Mm -hmm. and they oftentimes do change and sometimes they don't. Yes. Sometimes they do become the worst people and keep going with it. But like, I don't think we could just like despise these characters for like mm-hmm. their thinking now. Mm-hmm. Ultimately we'll see how it goes. But I also wonder a, there's nothing in Christianity that I know of that says masturbation is bad or wrong. And, and she, at by the end of this episode, is like says exactly that. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind she of like exactly as someone that. who seems they they try to make her seem both naive and also like extremely opinionated, which was what was weird about it. Because if it were just like I don't know, I don't understand, but her being like, "Ooh, that's gross," like and not like it but just her, I don't know something about her it bugged me. Arc in this episode is that she goes from there to literally saying. When I know, somebody says I know, but I'm Jesus not, wouldn't like When this. I was watching the episode, I didn't know that yet because I hadn't gotten that far. <laughs> so, but did you change your opinion by the end of the episode? It doesn't seem like you did. It seems like you still felt the same way. No, I, I mean, I did. I still don't like Claire as a character at all, but like, I definitely like warmed to her as it went on. But I was right. saying at this point, when she says that it bugged the shit out of me. 
What? What did she say? I don't remember exactly her words, but whatever she said to Jane about like masturbation. I don't think she's, I don't remember what she said. I remember Jane saying things about masturbation to her. Mm-hmm. Ew, why would someone do that? That's what bothered me. But this is a fucking like, that is a valid question if you've never thought about it. If you've never, if you've never been in a situation where that's like a, a prevalent thing. That is a valid question. Why would someone do that? I don't think it's like bad. That's a valid question. And then someone can answer it. But it's so yeah. judgmental on other people. <sighs> You're holding these people to such high standards. I do because they're television characters. But they're, they're supposed to not be held to these. They're television. You I mean, hold all you, television characters you have to high characters standards. for less. <laughs> but you don't have to hold high television characters to high standards. Television characters are bad. I know. I can she's also just, just not trying. like Claire because she's a fucking know-it-all. It b- bugs me. That's totally fine. But I don't see how she's being a know-it-all here. If anything, it's the exact opposite. She is like questioning all of this throughout the whole episode. Her arc here is actually not until like, later in the first half. Even she's here, her first question is like, "Why would anyone do this?" That's a question. Yeah, that's a question. Yeah. She's asking a question. That she wants to be answered. She doesn't know what any of this is. This is like foreign to her. And we see that when she is with her mom and they're having the conversation and the mom is like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. She comes around, obviously, at the end and they have the conversation, which then has her be pretty like open about it and say like to the fucking thing to Holly J about how when Holly J is like, what would Jesus think of masturbation? And he would, she says like, he would think it was fine. And if you did it more often, maybe you wouldn't be so mean. That's a character mm-hmm. arc. That's like the only arc I could think of in the episode. I'm being I'm just being serious. Are you I'm off just, your soapbox? I'm not on a soapbox. I'm fucking telling you what I saw in the Why episode. Why are you being so defensive watched. about Claire? It's not that I'm defensive about Claire. I'm just talking about the episode in the way that, like, I don't know. Am I supposed to just, like, not talk about the episode and what I'm seeing in the episode? I think you shut down when anybody you seem is very Christian. Upset with me, though. I think you shut down when anybody is Christian, and you automatically shut down to that character. And sometimes these characters have arcs and stories that are being told. It's not you, but like other people don't like Darcy too, Pat. Like it's I'm okay. not talking about Darcy. <laughs> I'm certainly not talking about Darcy. People don't like Claire. I know that. I don't even know if I like Claire yet. But within this episode, I can't see like how you'd be like so upset and angry at this character. In the first half, she bugged me in the first half, but it also almost felt kind of like a weird transition to me too, where it's like, she goes from being like, ew, no, what is this kind of about stuff to then like being naive and asking questions. And it's like, wait, where was the twist? I don't understand. Right. Where was the turn? And then her mom also changes very quickly, too. Like, she's mad at her and really weird. And then she's, like, willing to accept questions. And I'm like, this is just felt, like, rushed. Like, well, I felt like I needed more. show all the time. That's always the show. Yeah. It's always rushed. You always have this. They always have to, like, tie everything in a bow by the end of the 22 minutes, regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on 
mm-hmm. outside of those twenty-two minutes. So that's, but at the same time, like at least the mom has that moment where she freaks out, and the chef is mm-hmm. like, "Ah, good news. There's no uh, <laughs> uh, protocol for this, so everything is good and fine." And then <laughs> the chef uh, was great. <laughs> Yeah, and then the mom is terrible, and she's like, I don't even want to look at you. And then realizes her error in her ways, and probably mm-hmm. the way she's treated her kids. Both of them. It's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then she... Well, you know, Darcy had Adams running after her and everything. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Claire Grimes' speech. Old Adams Peters. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Darcy, uh, Claire Grimes speech tells off Holly J who says, what would Jesus think about your, uh, masturbating? And she says, masturbation is normal and no one should be ashamed. And if you tried it once in a while, maybe you wouldn't be so mean. And that was a great line. It's one of her famous ones. Is it one of her famous mm-hmm. ones? Mm-hmm. No, I loved it. I was in showing up that Holly J. She stuck it to her. Embarrassed, Holly J walked into the school behind Claire Graham's speech. I want to know what Amanda Stepto thinks happened to her vibrator because she has to know that it's gone. Right, and she knows it's... those kids were in the, in the room, so she knows they took it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, maybe it was a gift that she didn't want. Still, I would notice if it was mm-hmm. gone from under my bed. Mm-hmm. I I was totally into the idea that they were like into seeing what the uh, house looked like, the teacher's house. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that is like a thing. But I totally forgot that that guy was uh, his stepson. What is he? It's not. He's his uh, godfather. Right. Snake is Connor's godfather. Right. But we have not been told the story of it at all. At he just point. was left on his doorstep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Rach, scale of one to ten, what do you think was the go thereingness of the episode eight oh five? The man with two hearts. Episode. Yeah, man with two hearts. I mean, this was like if on my liking it, it was lower than drive for me. If that uh, well, you says love anything. that. That's a seven for you. So that's like. <laughs> That's not necessarily a, a, a slight. A bad thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's I don't not. Know. It's a go there. It's a go there. I, d- I don't think that this is much of a going there. Like, it goes there a little bit. I don't know, like a three, a four. Yeah, it's not a very go there episode. I mean, it's surprising because there are things that. Uh, would seem to go there. Mm-hmm. The Shep holding this vibrator at Claire, <laughs> wagging it in her face. I'm still so mad at Coach Anderson Armstrong for brandishing the vibrator it's in front of the It's literally, I just saw it. It's a split second of him pulling it out. It, they didn't even show that he looks at it first. He opens the bag. He looks at But in it's the within, bag. it's within, like he literally opens it and puts his hand in at the same time. And then you would see what it was and you'd go, oh, okay, this is your, you would, Mm -hmm. a teacher today, if they did that would be not, probably not fired because you can't ever fire a teacher, but would be like reprimanded because it's like, this is, that's like the most embarrassing thing you could do to a teenage student 
is mm-hmm. have her have to brandish her vibrator in front of the school because in not that even her moment, vibrator, just but the in one that, that she moment, brought home. Right. But in that mm-hmm. moment, he certainly thinks it's hers and he wants to humiliate her. Mm-hmm. He's actively humiliating her. Mm-hmm. That's what fucking pissed me off about it. And that mm-hmm. is what teachers did mm-hmm. a lot, but not anymore. I'm putting it, I'm putting them on notice. <laughs> All the teachers. Man, what you, did you really say? hate Coach Anderson Armstrong right now. I hate him for this. I thought that was awful. Yeah. I thought that was so fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just at, you are opening a child to be bullied. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. this child can handle it, but you mm-hmm. don't know that. You are opening up someone to be mercifully bullied for something that's not that disruptive, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really not a big deal. I feel like you're giving him more credit than the amount of time that he do you think he didn't know that was a vibrator from how quickly he pulled it out when he opened the bag i don't think think he he knew right away but they didn't really but i think as soon as he had it out you know what it was and he could have and he still talked about it and like put showed it to everybody i think it wasn't that bad on rewatch but it is I'm not a, trying to defend is, him, but you I'm are like, humiliating a student. Yeah, but it's funny, purpose. like how we've taken certain things specifically from like one comment or one action <laughs> someone said, and it's like tainted things of the entire B story for each of us that are very different. Oh yeah, I thought it was he was purposely humiliating her mm-hmm. in the way that like somebody in in a way that like if you're a kid and you like are writing a letter and mm-hmm. a teacher's like read the letter. That's humiliating mm-hmm. a student yeah. Yeah, on yeah. purpose and it's opening them up. Mm-hmm. You don't, you can't do that now because you can't mm-hmm. open a student up to bullying mm-hmm. because that is terrible. Yeah. yeah. It and was something that we needed to drive the plot along though. Sure. Sure. Okay. But it was terrible. I hated mm-hmm. it. That's fine. So we can be agree to disagree, I guess. On that. Um, yeah. I don't think it does go there very much though. I think it's like a four three or a four. Yeah. I'll yeah say that's four. what I said. Three or a four. Patrick. You know what I'm going to say? You're going to be mad about it. Claire Graham's speech. I was going to say, it's one of, it's one of two. It's It's either her or hot Peter. Oh yeah. It's not hot Peter. I have, I have it. I have it notable noted at Claire Graham's speech. Easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, For all the things I've said ad nauseum, probably too much. So I'm not Mm going to go back Mm -hmm. into them. Mm -hmm. What about you, Rach? Where are you? I hadn't picked anyone yet because I you can't pick Claire now. No, I can't. No. I really didn't like this episode, and I was just like, God, why is everyone so awful? Um, it's not Claire's mom either because she's so mean at first, and even though she, she is. comes around, she still when she goes to talk to Claire in her bedroom, she knocks Claire's feet off her bed, which mm. I'm just like, that's a mean mom thing to do. You didn't need to do that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it could have been Jane for that line. It was pretty good. Uh, it made me, I liked that part because I was like, oh, it was reassuring. Um, tense. For, it's a tense for, episode. Yeah, I was like, it's definitely not Riley. Uh, Who's Mia, Riley? Oh, Riley. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Mia was pretty shitty for a while. Um, oh, Hot Peter would definitely, I was just like, no, no, no. But then I was like, oh, I did actually appreciate how he kind of came around at the end and was trying to be yeah. a good friend. He's, and a, he he's, a value, he's valuable. Yeah. 
I don't do I say hot Peter? He's God. a he's a he's a value uh valuable is not right. A uh viable, Jesus Christ. He's a viable pick, I think. Mm-hmm. Do I give it to Bruce the Moose for like talking with a with a horrible like accent making fun of uh Riley at the end? Probably not. Probably not, but the one thing Bruce the Moose did do that I did like was he uh called Peter out on that horrible joke that he told about uh, giraffe's head being too far from its uh, body or something. It wasn't even a joke. Hot Peter told a joke like, why is a giraffe's neck so long or something? Mm -hmm. It was like, because it's so far from his body. His head is so far from his body. It was a joke. And Bruce Smith was like, that's a a fucking, he didn't say fucking, obviously it's a family show. But he said, that's a bad, that's not even a joke. And I did like that. <laughs> I believe the I joke was that part I believe the joke was why is a giraffe's neck so long? And the answer was like because his head is so far away from his body. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a joke. That's like a bad dad joke, right? It's there. a hard. <laughs> and Bruce the Moose did call him out on it, and I did think I could have I could warrant Bruce the Moose being the MVD for this episode because of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have been the Shep for wagging that vibrator. <laughs> just face. pick Anderson Armstrong just to really send me to the to, at the window. <laughs> just do it. Oh, do yeah. It. I mean, it also ends on a weird note where I'm like, I don't know if, what Peter's going to do in the next episode or what Riley's going to do in the next episode because you don't really find out anything. Just do it. Just Anderson. it's hot, Peter. It's hot, Peter. It's oh, not Anderson it's Armstrong. Just do it. Send me in a tailspin. Like you've never tailspinned me before. <laughs> What's the tailspin Chippendale's tailspin song? Oh God, I forgot. Tailspin. I, I think even, we. I couldn't have sang uh, day after day so much. So I was too busy yelling. You were so mad, so mad. I was too busy getting. Mad. Um, Is I a think podcast that we over? Have- I think we have some new patrons to welcome the, into the room. Um, this might be the last month they could be patrons because the podcast might be over after this episode. <laughs> I'm so mad about Claire. So God, I just refuse God to keep bless, going on. God bless these mm-hmm, patrons. Thank mm-hmm. you for your $5. You'll never have to give it again because I think we just canceled the podcast. <laughs> after day. It's fun to get a little worked up sometimes, Rach. You know, it feels mm-hmm, good. We don't mm-hmm, always have to mm-hmm, agree. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. It's true, but you seem so mad at me. I didn't like it. I am mad at you. I am. I'm, vi- I'm, I'm mad at you. Do you know what? You can't come stay at my house on Friday and watch Twilight. God damn it. How am I going to watch Twilight? You got to watch it by yourself. <clears throat> Kristen Stewart would look so good at Venice. Oh, God. Kristen Stewart's the best person on earth. <laughs> you think this was bad. Wait till you don't like Twilight. And the oh, patrons hear me, yeah. yell, hear me mad about how you don't like Twilight. What are we doing right now? Uh, welcoming some patrons into the room. Oh, right. Oh, my goodness. This is so good. Let me show you vibrators to the whole school. You want to have everybody see the classroom <laughs> see all of your vibrators. Who is it? Bring them in. We've got two people today. We have Tanisha. Oh, Tanisha. Thank you so much for coming, for being part of this community. It is so nice. Rachel and Pet, they don't usually fight so bad. Usually it is a nice copacetic time. Sometimes it's a little contentious, usually when it's about the Grimes Beach sisters. But welcome, (laughs) welcome, welcome to the room. 
And we have Melissa. Oh, oh, Melissa, Melissa, Melissa. We're so happy to have you put the sock on the dog, come on into the room and have a good time. We'll see if this podcast is still a podcast after this is over. We will see. We don't know yet, but thank you so much for your $5. <laughs> or $10. I don't know how much. Maybe you give her $50. I don't know. Imagine that would be crazy. You should not give $50. <laughs> I don't recommend that. That is a crazy amount of money. Oh my goodness. Day after day. We might hit that if you keep going this way. I'm uh, trying to get so you yeah, there because I want to give you a McDonald's gift card. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. You can find us on Patreon and you can join us in the room. It's patreon.com slash deep. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast or in the Don't Monkeys and Broomheads Facebook group. And you can send us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. And we promise to write back in a not timely manner. That's a hot promise. It's a hot promise. Not timely. We have a couple emails we need to respond to right now, actually. <laughs> I didn't have internet for a couple weeks. Me neither. I don't have internet. I don't have the internet. Did you know that? Mm. I don't have oh. it at all. You're just using a hotspot. I shut it off. I shut the internet down. I do mm. this in a, I, you know what I do this in an internet, in an internet cafe. Oh. I record <laughs> these in an internet cafe. Do you remember those? <laughs> yes, I do. I've used them before. They're very uh, weird. Yeah. Bada, 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 boom. That's what it mm-hmm. sounds like. So that's what I do. I don't have the internet. I decided I didn't want it. Oh, big yawn. Um, and as I mentioned earlier to Bob Redford, we are going to test out a short oh, period yes. of some every other week releases. Um, we can't spend, we get so mad at each other. We can't, we get can, so mad. It's really hard. Week. It's very frustrating. Uh, no, I just have a lot coming up in the next, uh, couple weeks. So a few weeks, Pat's also got a lot going on. Yeah, I'm getting a root canal. Yeah. That's a lot. It's three appointments, three appointments. See, if this, anyone's had a root canal, you can tell Pat about your experience. That tooth looks very short. Yeah, because it's a fake filling. <gasps> it's a temporary uh, filling because the tooth fell out of my head. It <sighs> fell out? What happened? You didn't tell me this when I asked how you were doing. It was You didn't ask me how I was doing. It was a filling. You I never, did. You, you ignored never, me. You, you, know, you never ask me. how I'm doing. You never ask how I'm doing. Go back to listen to the tapes. You definitely did. Um, the filling fell out. Mm-hmm. And the filling has fallen out before and then it got, they put it back in and like the number of times and now it just be reduced to it being nothing. Nothing. So, <laughs> so the filling fell out and they've had to put a fake one in until I get a, oh, God damn it, a root canal. Broomheads, yeah. just send me, if you've had a root canal, just send me messages that are like, it's not so bad. If it's really bad, I don't want to fucking hear about it. Just be like, it's not so bad. You'll be fine. Cause I'm not excited about it. Day after day. And the week of your birthday, too. Yeah. Well, I don't celebrate my birthday week. I just celebrate my birthday. And even that, I don't really celebrate. But, yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> All the same. All the same. It would be a bummer any week. It's going to suck, so I'm just going to do it. I've been thinking about postponing it, but I'm going to just do it. You got to do it at some point. And that temporary feeling is going to be shitty, too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been in there for a while. But I, I actually, this was the only, the first appointment I could get. I did. Oh, okay. And then we're going to try to record an episode on that night. That's the plan. Is I'm yeah, gonna so get, we'll see how it goes. I won't be able to argue at all because I'll be doped up. 
I'll be dope monkeyed up. They'll be like, I love all of them, and they're all great. I'll be dope monkeyed up. You'll be singing everything. I'm trying to get you there. (laughs) Now I'm I'm padding the ratings. Yes. (laughs) All right, broomheads and dope monkeys. We will see you in two weeks. Two weeks. We'll see you on the internet. We'll be looking for you. I don't have the internet, but see, you you guys Pat will see you in an internet cafe somewhere. He'll probably be like incognito with like a fake mustache and a (laughs) A fake mustache on top of my regular mustache (laughs) and a hat on top of my other hat that I always wear. Yeah, exactly. But different ones than what you normally wear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a fedora and then like a dark black mustache or if I ever wear a fedora, please murder me. Does Max have a tiny fedora? No, if I, no, certainly not. If I ever have a fedora on, that (laughs) means it's not really me and it's a robot pretending to be me and you should (laughs) proceed with prejudice. What about if you wear one of those like newsboy flat caps? Because I really dislike them. I know you do. We've talked about this a lot. (laughs) On this podcast. Um, I would never wear one of those. Okay. Okay. So So I know it's also not you. I mean that. What about a bucket hat? I would not wear one, but I wouldn't want you to kill me because you never know. If it's yeah. like the summer and I'm on the beach, but I would never, yeah. I would never, I, yeah. it would be strange for me mm-hmm. to have one of mm-hmm. those. Unless I completely changed my whole personality. Unless it's like a free giveaway at the Mets game. Right? But even then, I have a free bucket hat from the Mets. Yeah, I have, I have a free Orioles bucket <laughs> hat, so <laughs> it's also got Miller Lite on it. <laughs> and I did wear it at the game that we were at. It was Cousin mm-hmm. John's bachelor party. Uh, Cousin John just had another baby. Anyway, this is where we get into territory that the broomheads don't care about. So we'll see you later. <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks. Hey, Bye. Loose.